Yo, 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 it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. Sponsored by Journey 333. That is a place of mind, body, spirit that helps you with fitness, coaching, and nutrition to look better, live better, and feel better. We produce these episodes every week for your enjoyment to help people to overcome adversity and live their dreams. Yo, 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 it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. Now that is a place of fitness, coaching, and nutrition. It is mind, body, spirit, where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better. And today we are going to be talking to somebody that knows all about Journey. That's for sure. He knows about Journey as well as we do. This man is like a brother. He's like a son. He's become a great friend. He is our first franchisee. He is a certified, a certified personal trainer. He is a business owner. He is a presenter. He is an author of 52 Amazing Journeys. He is a true overcomer. Jeremy Purefoy, welcome to the show. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? What up? having me. I'm excited for this. I am excited too. Thanks for being here. You know, we've been growing this podcast for a little while now, and we've always wanted to, of course, have episodes that highlight key people in our community. What better place to start than with you, who was like, I mean, nobody's been with the company longer than you. You're the most senior person in the company, you're our first franchisee, and you have one heck of a story to tell. So uh, let's get on with your story. Jeremy, let me ask you this. When did you first fall in love with fitness? You know, when did it become your passion, your purpose, you know? I'll say um, at a very young age, I, I knew um, even in middle school what I wanted to do, whether it was going to be like a, a coach for a football team or a personal trainer. Um, obviously, group fitness wasn't really a thing back then um, that I know of, you know, but I knew I wanted to do something to help other people. Like I knew I, I knew that was my calling. I knew I had a it wasn't to be a teacher. It wasn't to be a doctor, you know, um, even those dreams of being like in the NFL with, really wasn't there. It was just like I just knew I wanted to help others become better versions of themselves. Uh, My seventh grade year uh, in in, in middle school, I got cut from the basketball team. I was a little, you know, out of shape, a little chunky. And, you know, working up to tryouts, I didn't put the effort in that I needed to to make the team. So I didn't make the team. And um, that was kind of an eye-opener for me at that moment. Um, I kind of took several avenues. I could have went a different way, been sad, depressed, you know, uh, gave up basketball completely. Um, especially being an age when you have your that I would say middle school is one of the tougher tougher years for for adolescents. You know you're finding yourself um you're you're making new friends. Hormones are all over the place, right? So like one little thing like that can be devastating to a young person, and um and that could deter them from ever even wanting to play the sport again. They could you know become you know more in the streets, where it might be that in their 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 community at that time. Uh, they could have different options. But I, I took the option of, you know, how can I get better so I can make this team next year? And then I did make the team next year, eighth grade year. And, um, you know, uh, my boy, Jermaine, who's no longer with us, uh, Nick Weiermiller, um, who we know is, is, is parents really well, and uh, myself were like the top three on that, that, that squad my eighth grade year. So um, instead of taking some negative and making it, Worse, you know, I, I made it positive and I, I made that the way to like, hey, how can I get better? I was in the gym all the time. I still practice with the team, even though I was on the team um, to get myself better. Right. So uh, just to have that never give up attitude. Right. And I think that started in seventh grade and, um, and it started with myself. I didn't really have that coach to that coach me through it. You know, I, I made the decision to work harder to get to where I need to get to. So I would say that's where it really started with seventh grade, which is kind of crazy. 
you know, uh, there's a saying that in life, things can make you bitter or things can make you better. And you chose better. It sounds like, you know, if there's already a takeaway from this episode and you're listening in, he asked in the face of failure, in the face of rejection, he said, how can this make me better? Right. You know, so like that's that's an important thing for all of us to do. I, I think that that's really good. And uh, and so it was back then that you started getting passionate about fitness because you had to transform yourself. You described yourself as a little chunky, you know, like yeah. right? you, yeah, you were Michael. I, someone, someone that suffered with, uh, you know, weight, weight, weight um, issues my entire life, man. My um, my brother, six, six, one, got the athletic bill. I'm the guy that like if I eat a donut, you know, if I walk by a donut, I'm about to put a spirit tire on real quick, you know. So uh, I always had to be more cautious on how I approach things and um. Going into high school, you know, I was, uh, you know, football, basketball. I was, I, I was, I maintained being athletic, you know. So there wasn't really um, a huge uh, weight thing in, in high school. More, more, more of a of, of a issue of me being more hard on myself and looking at myself in the mirror, you know, having those self identity issues where I, I I saw myself as a person I I wanted to be like you know six pack lean and I I never had that chance so it was more of um those personal things that were going on in my own head uh but when I look at myself like I was still in like pretty good shape um throughout high school um and even in high school man um you know I I hit the weight room hard I love the weight room that was like my that was my place right so I remember just being on JV and having Dana Carpenter and, and Dick Sinko, the coaches for varsity and the strength and conditioning program there was amazing. Loud music. You just heard the bang, the, uh, the weights banging in the, the weight room. Just love that, that atmosphere. And then my varsity year, they all retired. So it was like, you didn't have that same atmosphere in the gym. So I was that guy trying to bring the atmosphere in the gym, um, training the team, getting out and doing um, sand work with agility work and going up to the track, doing stadium runs. And, you know, I was a guy trying to lead that charge and it wasn't many people behind me uh, to join me on it. Um, only a few of my teammates were, were really involved with that. So like, you know, the guy that was like the captain, um, of the football team my senior year and 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 uh should have been get, should have been getting being trained myself i was you know kind of leading all the trainings you know it was um that was my passion right there and that's when i knew like this is where it really hit uh as a high school and then um a couple of my friends you know my friend Anthea who ended up playing d2 basketball she tore acl in high school and you know i helped her bounce back you know taking her out on the court running drills with her getting her in the weight room you know um working on stability work which you know at that time i didn't really know anything about that stuff you know i, I researched it looked into it but i definitely was no expert on it and my friend colin uh, my best friend colin to this day uh, my man was uh, diagnosed with ms in 12th grade um, which is very hard, right? So we did a lot of balance training, um, again, hitting the weight room, going out in the field, doing baseball drills, you know, just helping them get through uh, that tough time. And again, you know, like I didn't need to go to college because at this point I already knew like my journey was going to be exercise, phys, like kinesiology, something that had to do with um, with training, you know, because that's that's what I love to do and I want to continue to do that. Um, however, after my senior, well, after my senior year, I always had shoulder issues with my uh that shoulder, I would catch easy stingers, like hitting somebody, my shoulder would give out. Um, then one day in practice and see my senior of high school, I did a simple uh, bounce pass to um, the, the post and my shoulder gave out. And I was like, man, you know, my focus is football. Like I want to play football in college. Um, so I, I quit basketball, you know, um, got in the weight room still, try to see if I can keep my shoulder strong and healthy. I was going to go to Erie Community College up in Buffalo, um, I was recruited to go there to play football and then um, 
Finally, I went and got my shoulder checked and I had some torn ligaments in my shoulder. Uh, the doctor said I, I put enough muscle around the bone that it kept it in place, but at any point it could dislocate. So I opted for arthroscopic surgery um, that year, uh, my, that summer going into my, fr my, my freshman year of, 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 uh, of college. And um, therefore I couldn't drive for six months. My dad had to drop me off to EFA where I went to high school at for night classes, my um, freshman year of college while everybody else is out enjoying their college lives at different schools and locations. And I was still going to my high school for night, night classes. Um, this is where it kind of was like the turning point where it kind of broke me. Um, instead of me like, you know, using that motivation to like get better at that point, I started, I started partying a little bit more, getting into drinking and, you know, just acting like a young, what, 20 year old at that point, 19 year old, 19, 20 year old. Um, and then that's where a lot of the weight gain came back on easily um, and not really recognizing like how bad I was going, how bad I was with my weight gain. Um, I did rebound a little bit and I played my sophomore year. I played college at Alfred State. I went to play football at Alfred State, um, which is a Juco school. Um, but again, it was just like, I think I was so lost from the previous year that, you know, I never really was able to find myself um, even on the football field again, man. So I think that took my love for the game away. And then um, the game of coaching, right? You see things that, you know, you don't feel like it's, it's great coaching, right? You, you're, when you're a coach, you're supposed to be building camaraderie. And I felt like on, on that particular team, there was a lot of segregation. Um, you had people that were from Florida, they, they ran a the little clicks, New York City ran a little clicks, Jersey ran a little clicks, and you have like the upstate New York kids. Um, and it wasn't, we wouldn't, I never felt like the team was actually brought together. Um, and that kind of turned me off from even wanting to play the next year um, in football. Um, so like then, I was going to say, it's like you've had a couple motivations and one was very positive. And then uh, you're the type of person that can, you know, find motivation from a negative situation. So for those of you listening in, I know that we got uh, members, friends, family of uh, Jeremy on this uh, podcast listening in. And, you know, so if you're wondering how long has he been doing group training, sounds like he was doing group training as far back as high school, right? You know, like, and, you know, and Jack Lane, you know, he, he didn't worry about, you know, what certification do I have? He just started inventing some equipment and getting some people to exercise. Right. So, you know, you, you saw the need for the football team to get in shape and you're like, come on, let's do the group. And then you saw, uh, like, there were some friends that needed customized routines. We work with people at Journey who have certain limitations and whether it be your friend Thea or your friend Colin, you know, I mean, there were people that needed some customized routines and you're already customizing routines and doing private training, you know, way back when you're in high school. So you find your passion and so you find your motivation, right? And then you wind up in a negative situation, which had to do with your shoulder first, but then not really having the kind of coach that you are, you know, the one that brings people together. And would you say that those kind of situations serve as a reminder of the kind of coach that you want to be that, uh, that doesn't have segregation, that doesn't have divided, that has the kind of community that you built? I mean, you got a great community, right? Yeah, 100%. I think that's the, the huge, right? You take, you know, lessons learned, either good or bad. You know what I mean? There's things that I've learned from those coaches too that were great, but there's things that I'm like, man, if I ever get the opportunity, I would never, I would never lead a charge that way. You know what I mean? I would never want to have like these little clicks and these little groups or making people feel bad about each other. Like that's not who I am and that's not who I want 
What about my team to be? And that's where I look at my fit fam, right? According to Corning Tribe, it's my fit fam. I don't want anyone to ever feel like they're they're not a part of something, right? We're all in this together. We're all in this together. Um, as long as you set foot on the journey, Corning, or any journey, uh, for that being said, um, we're all in this together. You know, we're here to support you. We want the best, the best version of yourself and all that. No matter what it is, you know, you always have sort of this cry on, or even if you want to get some high fives, we'll give that high five no matter the situation. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that college experience. Um, you know, so you, you go to college because you're like, man, this is what I want to do. And, you know, kudos to you for you to tap into the passions and the things that make your soul sing and say, you know, I'm going to make a life out of this. And uh, so, you know, what was it like, you know, graduating from college, you know, um, you know, kind of. Uh, where were you at, you know, with your, your physical condition, with your career, you know, did you feel like you were, you know, just ready to go out and set the world on fire or, you know, like what came next, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I knew I wanted to, I knew at that point though, I started seeing things like, you know, for example, uh, the, 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 the first reality check of mine of like, oh boy, you got to do something. Like if you want to change others' lives that you got to change your life too right so i was looking for a facebook picture you know a profile picture on facebook and i'm like man my face looks huge in all these pictures i'm like man do i i really look like i guess i was like blinded to like what i really looked like um but i knew at that time i always wanted to wear like 2xl sweatpants and 2xl uh, hoodies didn't want to put no jeans on you know you would never see me in jeans I always just wanted to wear hoodies and sweatpants right because i was hiding um what was really going on and and then i was i was blinded to what I really look like. And I'm like, if I ever wanted to be a trainer, if I ever wanted to take this to the next level, I wanted to inspire people to look like me, not seeing like, why are you training me, right? They would be like, why are you training me? Because I was almost 270 pounds, you know? And that's the thing too, I never touched a scale. So I never really realized how much I weighed until I was at Brockport and I touched that scale and it kept going up. 10 more, 10 more. I'm like, oh shoot, there's no way. There's no way I'm over 260 pounds right now. Like I was in complete denial. Uh, granted, I did lift a lot of weight. Like I was like, I was like one of those like really buffy, buff guy that held a lot of adipose tissue. Like I, under the adipose tissue was a lot of muscle. I'll just say that, right? So um, <laughs> there was a lot of muscle, but um, hey, that's, not what I, that's not what I wanted my vision to be. That's not who I wanted to be. And it took me trying to find a, a profile picture to realize that, hey, you got to make a change. You know, I, I think that there's a good takeaway there and I don't want to gloss over it. Uh, you know, for all of our listeners, for those that are, Maybe pursuing a similar path. It doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you're pursuing a path as a fitness coach, but maybe a path to want to change someone else's life. And if you want to change someone else's life, you have to change your own first. So don't miss what Jeremy said there. That's a really good, uh, really good takeaway. Uh, so what did you do? What happened? You know. So, so then we came back. So um, Kristen and I um, moved back to Elmira after Brockport, um, and you know we moved in an apartment, and I started in a glove house. Um, for I was at the house for two to two, two to three years. I can't really remember what it was. Probably about two, yeah, two years. Um, I was there, and within that time, you know, I was still lifting. Um, you know, Grand Central Fitness was the gym I went to up in Kmart Plaza. It was like twenty four hour gym. We'll be there nights from like 11, a, 11 p.m. to one one a.m. Like you know, that was our spot. We always went there. Um, loved it, you know. And it's like that's that's you know our community. Like a couple of my boys, that's what we worked out with. Worked out all the time. And then I knew like at that time at the glove house, I, uh, I started dialing in, you know, I started meal prepping, you know, I also knew like 
I didn't think New York State was my 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 final destination. I, I wanted to go some. I wanted to go bigger. I wanted to go down south. I wanted to be in the sunshine. I'm not a snow guy. I'm not. That's why I got a head on right now in my house. I don't like being cold. Um, you know, I want I want I want sunshine. I I, I thrive in the sun. And you know, I knew if I was to make a move. Um, around that time, if something didn't work out, I have a great support system back back here in Elmira with my family um, that I could come back and bounce back, right? So, like, I wanted to take that risk and, and, and move um, and get out of here, but I'll get to that in a second. But so, anyway, so uh, I started at Glove House and um, along with Logan, me and Logan Peters, uh, that's where we met, where it was at the Glove House. Logan was pushing 300 pounds. I was, you know, close, you know, not, not quite 300 pounds, but, uh, him and I, you know, we kind of like, Hey, let's do this together. Like we, we taught fitness and stuff to the kids there. Um, like we'll go on, um, I actually brought a weight room to the evening support program, um, where I'll go in there and train the kids just again, before I've been gone to, to, to in, into fitness. Um, and then, you know, we'll go and play basketball, different sports. We're like the gym teachers for these kids that need extra support after school. Um, yeah. but in the meantime, for the audience, Jeremy, um, that may not know, what what exactly is the clubhouse? Like, you know, just for so there's uh for trouble youth, you know, there's group homes. Um, my my particular program was the evening support. These guys, these kids were court ordered to go to this program after school and during the summertime too. So it was during the summertime, they'll be with us for eight hours a day and we'll do a community service stuff project, work on, you know, any um summer schooling, school work. Um, and again, you know, try to keep them active um in in a structured place for several hours throughout the day before they went back home um so that was my program um that i worked for was the evening support logan and i and then so him and i were just like listen let's start meal prepping you know we held each other accountable we were meal prepping every sunday and wednesday were our meal prep days and um you know I, logan was like 100 pounds in six months and then i mean i probably was like right behind him with 80 pounds a little longer uh for me um you know um to lose that weight but we both went on that journey and i saw his shift and then uh journey right uh, together which was cool because now we're in the journey together him owning Ithaca and I'm owning Corning which is, is is so dope to have that relationship with Logan still um so then um you know I was looking around different gyms the New York New York Sport Fitness I was like yo I'll come in here and I'll I'll work the front desk you know maybe just exchange for membership I just want to get some experience want to get my my foot in the door with fitness and that time there wasn't much fitness crazy with since 26 and now I'll be 34 next month um, within an eight-year period, how much fitness has grown in this area, you know. Um, so there it, with them, and I, I that didn't work out. So I, I, uh, our Kristen's stepmom Julie, who was uh, a member at Journey when it first started in 2013, uh, sent me a, a message. I was like, "Hey, Dreamy, I'm part of this 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 great gym. Um, it's small, but it's in our Heights. Oh, but you should look into it. I looked into it, didn't see much about it, but she gave me Travis's email. Email Travis." Um, and this is again, 2013, about uh, November-ish. Um, and then at that point they weren't looking and he said, you're keeping my community in mind. Um, January of 2014, I started um, at Great Social Fitness as a front desk person. Um, and then I actually had a client lined up um, towards the end of January to start training her. Um, and then uh, the next month, the gym caught on fire. So I'm like, man, is this really supposed to be like, is this my destiny? Is this my dream? Like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I supposed to be in fitness? I feel like everything that's telling me to get there 
I'm always, there's always a roadblock saying, nah, not yet, not yet. So I always feel like I took 10 steps forward and 30 steps backwards, right? So the gym caught on fire in February. Um, my daughter was born in um, March. And then I finally got an email from Travis in April. Hey, you still interested on in an internship? And I was like, oh yes, for sure. So I came in, met with Travis um, and, uh, and Cindy. And um, from there, it's kind of like history. You know, I came in to, to replace, to help help them out so they can go to conference. And I went to conference with them, which was pretty cool. My first performed better. Me and Martin Rooney, Todd Durkin, the energy was live. And right there and then, you know, I knew I knew I was, it. I was, I was home. I was home. I was in a place that, you know, um, if I, if I would have moved, I wouldn't have been here. Um, if it wasn't for Jocelyn, I wouldn't have been here. Um, so, you know, those, those things in life, if the gym didn't burn down and, and got Bristol fitness, who knows, like what I just kept doing one-on-one -on -one training and, and, and to settle for that, you know what I mean? But me, me and Travis and Cindy in that April, that April of 2014, you know, an opening journey fitness corning in January of 2015, what less than eight months, uh, being part of the, the journey world, I opened the second location. Um, it all just fell in place, man. And I am happy like i just there's, there's no better feeling i never wake up saying like damn i gotta do this again like i'm always fired up even it's at 4 a.m well more like 3 15 a.m that i'm getting up to <laughs> 4 30 a.m session man i i know there's a bigger purpose and these people are paying for me to change their lives or even just to be a part of my life right they're, they're just they're there to be part of our lives and we're part of their lives and making it better man so like that's my that's what lights the fire within me to light the fire within them because they're 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 there for me just as much as i am there for them so i mean i love what i do and i couldn't and i wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for the two people here on the screen uh, well you know let, <laughs> let's speak to that for a second first of all you know since it's such a phoenix story from from the ashes of Grand Central Fitness came Jeremy. <laughs> Literally. Uh, a, a, a true Phoenix, a true overcomer. And, uh, you know, somebody that was persistent about his dreams. Like, uh, there's a saying, and it goes, every great dream will be tested. Now, now I can't tell you why they're tested. I, I think it's to strengthen our resolve. You know, mm -hmm. I, you know, when you're going through something, when you're going through a storm, you won't be the same when you come out on the other side. That's what the storm is about. And the, the storm is about testing us, right? And so, you know, you're more committed to your career than you would have been if it had come easy, right? You know, mm -hmm. it had to come with some major change in yourself. You had to change yourself so you could change other lives. You had to, you know, have a few bumps. You had to have your gym burnt down, you know? Uh, it's just an amazing thing that, and, you know, let's speak to why Jeremy didn't end up covering for us to go to conference. <laughs> I know I didn't want I didn't want people to miss that either. Yeah, so yeah. um yeah, so we we interviewed Jeremy and we were like, listen, we're gonna be going to conference. We need some coverage here at the location. Are you willing to do that? We weren't really thinking of you know needing a full-time employee or we we wanted some coverage and Oh man, it was a short period of time. He was there just a couple of weeks and we were like, whoa, this guy cannot stay here and cover at the facility. We got to take him with us to conference and have him learn with us. And so then it was like, okay, we need to find someone else to cover at the location so that we can take this guy with us. And I mean, honestly, best decision we made for sure. Yeah. Um, taking you with us and and uh, just yeah. growing together because yeah. we were so young in business. I oh, mean, yeah. barely open a year, little over a year at that little, point. Little over a year, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we were still learning and we all take off and go to conference and uh, 
And like you said, opening our second location within eight months of employment uh, is a pretty big deal. Yeah, really. right. So, you, you know, know that's, he, came, uh, he came far. Right. And, and, you know, I mean, there was a lesson in that, too. You know, he came aboard at a time where we had somebody working for us that had 13 years of experience and a master's degree. Uh, so it looked good on paper. But this uh, person, I won't mention any names, uh, you know, he had a lot of other issues. And, you know, so here comes Jeremy with a very limited experience. It only been at a gym for a month that had burnt down, you know, and uh, and turned out to be the best decision that we ever made. So yeah. there, there's something to be um, learned from that story that I just shared right there. You know, like, you know, make sure that uh, you keep your eyes open in every situation. And we sure did. Uh, that's why we're like, he's got to go to conference with us. We got to right, get him trained right. up, you know? Yeah. And uh, so Jeremy, you know, from there, now you're a business owner, which I, I love the story of you and Logan, and, and I'm so honored to be part of your lives and, you know, to mm -hmm. consider you family. Um, from there, you become a business owner. And uh, let's see, we were about one year or more, about a year into business ownership when something unprecedented happened. You know, the world has never uh, had business owners be told that they had to shut down their business, not not to any recollection that I have. I mean, this is, you know, unprecedented times. Here we are as business owners thinking that you kind of control your own destiny as an entrepreneur. You know, you work hard and, you know, you make stuff happen. And then all of a sudden they say, no, you, you can't, you can't work hard. You, you, I mean, you can work hard virtually, but you can't work hard in your physical location. Mm -hmm. So what was that like? You know, here you are, this overcomer. What, what have you learned? You know, what, what was it like to be in a uh, pandemic for almost two years now, you know? Oh, well, yeah, we celebrated our one year anniversary and then three days later shut our doors, right? So that's how close it was. Like I celebrated one year of being the business owner, right? So it's been six years of corning. Uh, we'll be seven years of corning next month, which is huge. And then be three years in March of uh, ownership, which time flies, right? So um, the the moral of that little statement right there is the fact that, you know, we're still here and we're still alive, which is is super important. Uh, but, but with the pandemic itself, man, um. You know, if we can make it through this, we can make it through this, we can make it through anything. It's, it's, it's still a challenge to this day when it all happened, man. It was it was very scary. Um, and again, another dark part of my life, you know, I would say um, that I was going through, you know, I was just recently engaged. Um, um, and then, so no, I was 19. So wait, was I engaged yet? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe I got engaged like that. That Maybe I was engaged. Yeah, I was engaged. I think so. I can't remember. Sorry, Kristen. My bad. Um, somewhere's around that range. I, everything blends together now with even with, you know, Julian being born in a pandemic. He was born in 2020. So uh, there was just uh, a lot. Obviously, you could tell there was a lot going on in this one time of this being shut down. Very um, scary moment. We didn't know what was what was going to come out of it again. But the, the support of the community and Corning, man, again, once again, man, like we didn't have members like dropping off. Like you, you would think that, oh man, you know, this is, we're shutting down. We're not, we're paying for a service that we're not getting. People can easily been like, well, we're not going to pay you. Right. But I think the relationship is built enough that several supported for a very, 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 very long time, longer than I even expected. And then we were able to bounce back. So, so quickly, you know, um, you know, us as leadership with doing the virtual thing and that capable feeling a part of us, even during a hard time when we didn't know what was going to happen um, in our nation at that time, man. There was so much going politically and with the virus. It was just, it was a hot mess, man. Simple as that. It was a hot mess. So, um, 
you know, then he obviously, uh, then I had uh, my, my son who decided to come two months early and um, during the pandemic where he was a preemie, he was in a hospital for a month. Um, you know, and we only do one parent a day, a day, one parent a day. And once you left, you couldn't go back. So um, that was very hard times. You know, my daughter didn't even meet Julian until, you know, a month after he was born. I mean, he saw, he saw her on FaceTime. So like, again, personal life, work life, you know, trying to balance gym. Um, I have a, I have a pretty solid team, right, too, and, and, and try to make them happy that, 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 that most of them are still here with me. Um, even after all that, I can't say after the pandemic because we're still in it, but like, you know, for the most part, I feel like we're 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 get, we're getting out of it. Hopefully, you know, and we're in a better place um as a business. But every team member that was with me during you know the shutdown are still is still with me now. Um, so that was a huge um like motivation. Like I got I, I can't. It's, I'm not only doing this for me. I'm not only doing this for my family. I got people that I have you know with me on this that are my team that I have to make sure they come out and see more. Of what we're doing right um and still be that light in people's days on the darkest times because it was a very dark time um and dark time i had to snap out of it once again in the pandemic you know my lowest i've ever been was 185 uh which my head was too big for my body so i wasn't feeling that um so my, my happy place is around 195 200 um and i got up to 230 in the pandemic so i i i too you know, not the COVID-19, I put the COVID-30 on. And um, and it was just, it was just tough, right? You know, and then I had to, I had to go seek help and, and professional help. And, and I linked up with Dr. Sillip, got some blood work done and, you know, got on a different diet. And, um, you know, he gave me a lot of answers to me that I was going on internally that I can't see, which, you know, we, everyone has that. You, we see what we see, but we don't know what's going on inside of us, right? So um, you go get those answers. If you're feeling like you're, you're, you're in a spot that you are dark, um, find someone, find someone to talk to um, that can get you, get you that light. And Dr. Sillett was a great help um, to motivate me and get me refocused on um, who I am and where I needed to be. So, um, you know, I'm down to 205 now. So I, that, that 30 pounds is gone. Um, I feel better. I'm not so soft and fluffy and, and emotional, you know, I feel, I feel way better. And again, this helps me as a leader. Um, and as a family man, as a father, I feel way more present, um, now because, you know, that was a hard time. And, um, and again, if it wasn't for the, the fit family, if it wasn't for Travis's senior leadership team to keep us going and saying, listen, this is what we got to do to stay alive. If we just shut down completely and just said, we're, we're just going to wait to come out of this. I, I don't think it would have been possible, you know? So like the fact that we never stopped working um, was, was huge for our success right now and I'm going forward. Yeah. Well, let's backtrack on this here for a second, because I, I want our listeners to imagine, imagine that you've put your butt on the line to have a dream fulfilled and own a fitness business and you're one year into it um, around the time of an engagement, uh, a long, let's call it a long overdue engagement, right? You know, so this is Kristen is uh, how long you and Kristen been together? Uh, 18 years, 18 years. Yes. And uh, so 19, damn it, 19, I'm messing up. 19. Next year will be next year will be 20 years. My fault. Next year will be 20 years. You can give this the public Kristen. apology on you. <laughs> uh, no, but you know, so he's finally planning for this big future, right? You know, I mean, they're, they're trying to, you know, do all the things that you do, you know, you got to pay for a wedding and you got to do different things. And, yeah. you know, and, and here we are, 
you know, the business is shut down. And now not only is the business shut down, but I'm going to have a son born and there's going to be in the hospital that I can only see uh, every other day, you know, and then on top of that, you know, I'm trying to navigate these challenges, but I'm all stressed out because I don't know when I'm going to be able to open my business again. I'm realizing the importance of relationships. You know, you had a supportive community. Sounds like you've given your team and your community a, a, a good shout out in the process. So you're learning the importance of relationships, but you're also discovering, hello, Journey community. Jeremy's human too. He's gaining 30 pounds. He's not feeling good about that. Shout out to Dr. Sillip and uh, anybody that wants to get with a naturopathic doctor to, to learn about things. I mean, there's just, there's so much going on there. You know, first of all, I want to ask our listeners, you know, how would you feel if all that was coming down around you? You know, what, what steps would you take? You know, what would you learn from it? Jeremy learned how important the relationships were that he had with his team and with his community. And Jeremy looked at himself and said, you know what? I don't want to go this direction. I don't want to keep gaining. I don't want to go back up to 270 or 280 or whatever that was, you know, when you came down those 80 pounds, you know, and, and so he made a decision to do something about it. He talked to a professional, you know, coaches need coaches too. Yeah. We believe coaching is important. Sometimes our coaches are doctors. Sometimes they're other coaches. Uh, Jeremy, you know, shout out to you for the retention that you've had in your community. What's uh, the longest person you've been leading this location since it opened? And, you know, you've been owning it for a few years now. What's the longest person on your team? How long have they been with you? Oh, uh, Cam been with me for seven years. Yeah. So you've yeah. been there for years. And Cam's been there, you know, yeah. seven years. And, and Tom's probably right behind him. Right, right? behind him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. I mean, Maddie's been there three years. We have, we have some good numbers. Samir over two years now. So, like, you know, and again, they're they're young, right? So that's the thing too, is that they're so young and um, there's other jobs out there that they could have jumped on during the pandemic that was still, you know, probably paying a good amount of money, um, you know, especially being like in Corning, in Corning, you know, you got Corning Incorporated, so you have those things too, right? And, um, you know, they, they, they sit on my side, you know, and they're still here rocking me now. So, you know, um, I've got big things for them in the future, man. I, I owe so much to them because again, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to do this as well, man. And they make my job a lot easier um, because they're just so great at what they do. So uh, great shout out to them. You and Tom, Tom's a lifesaver when it comes to the numbers. I'm not a numbers guy. Don't mind the numbers. I look like to look at them, but when it comes to getting in depth, he's the man for that. So uh, thank you for always being that rock, yo. And again, you know, um, the support from them, the membership, you know, um, though we lost over a hundred um, within the pandemic, you know, we still have the most, all the journeys right now and you know we're, we're keep growing and, and, and to still see that we are celebrating people for eight years seven years that being with us um as members um i mean that's just remarkable man those are milestones that you think that there's people with us almost a decade almost a decade of fitness with us you know and um that's pretty inspiring yeah well what's the secret what's the secret for people that are listening in saying man I mean, he got people to stay with him through a pandemic. You know, maybe there's employers that are listening, you know, other entrepreneurs are like, man, I can't get nobody to stay with me for a year, mm -hmm. let alone through a pandemic in seven years. Or, you know, the fact that you have the most members out of all the journeys right now, uh, the fact that you're celebrating eight year anniversaries and seven year anniversaries. What do you think the secret is? 
I think transparency, transparency, one thing, just being transparent with them, you know, like I, I really feel, um, you know, with like my family, like, you know, just stuff that goes on in my life. Like I, you know, I don't like hide it, you know, I, I you know, it's, I'm human, right. You know, as much as, you know, I'm here to support y'all and help y'all get better. Right. There's some things that are going on in my life too. So in, in with transparency, I'll say vulnerability, like I, I, I'm vulnerable, right. You know, I'm, I, again, I'm human. So, um, I'm just trying to be as real as possible, right? And and not put up this front like I, I that I got everything, that I am everything. You know, I'm the answers because I'm not the answers. I'm go get answers, right? Like you said, even coaches need coaches. You know, there's times that in my life, you know, I, I'm I'm I hired Ellie, Ellie Gilbert. You know, I need accountability coach for my nutrition right now, right? So I went and hired a, a, um, a well-known speaker in our industry to hold me accountable for four months with my nutrition, right? So like, hey, we all need some support, some help. Um, and I'm not afraid to admit that. So uh, transparency, vulnerability, relationships, you know, as we're all about um, love and caring, um, support, you know, um, hey, I'm only one text away, one phone, call away, one phone call away. If you ever need anything, just let me know. Um, listen, that's who I am. And that's who I always be, you know, um, yeah, and I'm open. I'm, I'm open. My door is always open. You know, you can talk to me about anything. Yeah. Well, so, so proud of you and so proud to be your teammate. Um, each, uh, each person that joins us on this journey, whether they be a member or a teammate, always adds value. And, and Jeremy, you've added a ton of value to Journey, and, and we just thank you and appreciate you so much. Uh, you know, it gives us a lot of pride in, uh, you know, first that first email where I said, hey, you still interested? You know, I'm very proud of, uh, you know, writing that email and everything that's happened since. Um, let me ask you too. Like I was, um, I forgot. Like with the first two months, I was holding um, four thirty a.m. shifts, four thirty a.m. shifts at Journey, and still going to the glove house. So I was yeah. holding two jobs for because I was like, I was holding up my my end. I'm like, I'm gonna give him enough notice before I actually left. So it was like a sixty day notice. Like I gave uh, glove house, and so I, I carried on both jobs for two months and had a newborn baby. Yeah, That's right. Crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? That's crazy. The depth yeah. of your struggle will determine the height of your success. How much struggle yeah. can you handle, you know? Uh, so what's next? What's next? You know, as we kind of close out this episode, I don't know if you want to say anything to your members about, you know, the the 2022 or your team or just, you know, what you kind of hope for in the, the new year, you know, because this episode will come out before the new year. So uh, anything, uh, anything you want to leave us with? Just bigger and better things in 2022, man. I want to be the mecca of fitness um, in our area. You know, um, I will never leave Journey. This is my this is my calling. I'm a group instructor. I love coaching the group. I feed off the group. Um, but I feel like we'll have um, some things coming up in Corning where, you know, uh, there are going to be people visiting us for summits and workshops. And we're going to be running the show here um, and talking about, talking about Journey and other things um, coming up, being the, the coaching masterminds that we are. Um, that's my goal. I want to be like a masterminder for coaches and, and run summits um, and, and workshops, you know, to give more to our community and the fitness community because it's, it's just a growing industry right now. Um, and I think this year coming up is going to be the year where we start to lay that foundation and then we're going to evolve from there. So um, I got a feeling 2022 is going to be pretty, pretty big. So I'll leave with that um, and we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Well, Jeremy, you know, you, you have impacted thousands of people. You mentioned earlier in this podcast that uh, fitness has grown a lot in this area in the last eight years. I think Journey's had a lot to do with that. And I think you've had a lot to do with that. We've definitely piloted a lot of things and we will continue to pilot things. And 
And I look forward to growing alongside you and uh, supporting your dreams and uh, just uh, carrying forward the mission of journey. So uh, thank you for being on the show today. Yeah, if, thank you. If people want to get more of you, where do they look you up at? Give us your Instagram, Facebook, you know, whatever, you know. Facebook, Jeremy Perfoy. Um, my Instagram handle is coach underscore peer. So coach peer underscore peer is my IG. So uh, you want more information, hit me up, man. Uh, like I said, I'm an open book, y'all. Hit me up. Thank you guys so much, though. I appreciate this. Uh, and I want to do it again. All right, let's do it. <laughs> for part two. All right, thank you guys. Thank you for being on the oh, show. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Travis and Cindy. Appreciate you.